How many are there? I asked Samos. Two, he said. Are they alive? I asked. Yes, he said. At the second arm, long before dawn, the herald of Samos had come to the lake-like courtyard of my holding in many canaled Port Car, that place of many ships, scourge of Tharsa, that dark jewel in her gleaming green waters. Twice had he struck on the bars of the sea gate, each time with the Kalana shaft of his spear, not with the side of its broad, tapering bronze point. The signet ring of Samos of Port Car, first captain of the Council of Captains, was displayed. I would be roused. The morning, in early spring, was chilly. Does Tyros move? I asked, blond-haired Thurnok. That giant of a man, he of the peasants, would come to rouse me. I think not, Captain, said he. The girl beside me pulled the furs up about her throat, frightened. Have ships of course been sighted? I asked. I do not think so, Captain, said he. There was a sound of chain beside me. The chain had moved against the collar ring of the girl beside me. Beneath the furs, she was naked. The chain ran from the slave ring at the foot of my couch, a heavy chain, to the thick metal collar fastened on her neck. It is not, then, on the business of Portcar that he comes? I had asked. I think perhaps not, Captain, said Thurnok. I think that the matters have to do with business other than that of Portcar. The small Thalarian oil lamp he held illuminated his bearded face as he stood near the door. It has been quiet, I said, for too long. Captain? he asked. Nothing, I said. It is early, whispered the girl next to me. You were not given permission to speak, I told her. Forgive me, master, she said. I threw back the heavy furs on the great stone couch. Quickly the girl pulled up her legs and turned on her side. I, sitting up, looked down at her, trying to cover herself from the sight of Thurnok. I pulled her then beneath me. Oh, she breathed. You will grant him, then, an audience? asked Thurnok. Yes, I said. Oh, said the girl. Oh! Now, as she lay, the small fine brand high on her left thigh, just below the hip, could be seen. I'd put it there myself, at my leisure, once in awe. Master, may I speak? she begged. Yes, I said. One is present, she said. Another is present. Be silent, I told her. Yes, my master, she said. You will be there shortly, asked Thurnok. Yes, I told him. Shortly. The girl looked wildly over my shoulder toward Thurnok. Then she clutched me, her eyes closed, shuddering, and yielded. When again she looked at Thurnok, she did so as a yielded slave girl, pinned in my arms. I shall inform the emissary of Samos that you will be with him in moments, said Thurnok. Yes, I told him. He then left the room, putting the small Thalarian oil lamp on a shelf near the door. I looked down into the eyes of the girl, held helplessly in my arms. What a slave you made me she said. You are a slave, 
I told her. Yes, my master, she said. You must grow accustomed to your slavery in all its facets, I told her. Yes, my master, she said. I withdrew from her then and sat on the edge of the couch, the furs about me. A girl is grateful that she was touched by her master, she said. I did not respond. A slave's gratitude is nothing, as are slaves.